Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio. So I was scrolling YouTube looking for an intro song for this segment, and I saw that, and I knew that I had to play it. Lil John, All I Really Want for Christmas, featuring the Kool-Aid Man. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, but it is Christmas time. Happy holidays to you and yours. Happy to have you with us here on Nuanez Now. I'm Andrew Houghton. Coulter Nuanez off today and tomorrow. He'll be back Saturday for our College Game Day tailgate broadcast starting at noon. Uh, he'll also be back Monday, win or lose, to wrap up Montana's semifinal game against North Dakota State. And then after that, we're off for the rest of the year. But hey, we still got an hour left today. Jam-packed first hour. Had a bunch of news briefs from around the state, including the big one, Bobby Daly, the new defensive coordinator at Montana State. Jeff Safford and I also talked our way around the Shohei Otani signing And Jeff shared a great interview with Tyler Peterson, a member of the front office there for the newest Pioneer League franchise, the Oakland Ballers. Really interesting story. If you want more on that story, you can listen to Jeff's entire interview with Tyler Peterson uh, on our Inside the Dugout podcast. Just search Inside the Dugout. If you missed anything in the first hour, you can always listen to the Nuanez Now podcast. Just search Nuanez Now on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nuanez Now podcast is brought to you by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore, and Blackfoot Communications. Still got plenty of Lady Grizz basketball tickets here for their two games post-Christmas. They're playing Weber State on December 29th and Idaho State on December 31st. Text me, 406-888-1029. Tell me which of those games you'd like to go to, and I've got a pair of tickets for you here at the station. We've also still got a pair of Grizz football tickets for this weekend's big game against North Dakota State. We'll give those away after this next segment. But here's Coulter and Brooks Nuanez breaking down the NFL this week. Well, football at time. Nuanez now, ESPN Radio. Second Thursday in a row, you don't see me in the studio. But I'm still here on the radio airwaves. We're giving you all things NFL. Play a little guess the lines here with Brooks Nuanez. It's presented by Sportsbet Montana. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks all across the great state of Montana. You want to find out where, go to Sportsbet Montana's website and uh, click on where to bet. And uh, they have a whole list. Places uh, for you. It's all in alphabetical order. So if you want to find the town first and then find which establishments have them, that's how you do it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a weird year. Well, it's always weird. The NFLs are crazy. Like you were saying, why doesn't every sport just have a salary cap? Yeah, put a salary cap on it, man. I mean, I love the, how competitive it is. And the other thing that's so cool that the NFL has and, and only the NFL has is you cannot tank. It's not, it's not possible to tank because... There's going to be more than half your roster that is ready to die. 
And if you're ready to go out on a field in a gladiator sport and put your life on the line, you can't look at that man and tell him, hey, we're actually not trying to win this game. Even if you want to as a front office or as an offensive coach or an offensive staff, like Look at the Jets. Doesn't really matter, man. Jets just screwed around and we're in and out. What's going on with Zach Wilson? Nobody knows. And then they just finally rolled to Zach Wilson. They scored 30 points in the second half and beat a really good Texans team. And uh, now maybe the Texans aren't really good. I don't know. The Texans are kind of really – they were didn't have um, Tank Dell or Dalton C- Schultz. And C.J. Stroud getting hurt. He got knocked out of, the, ga- out of the game for sure. But they lost two of their three big weapons on offense. And so that was a tough spot for them. Uh, I think the Texans are kind of maybe hanging there. It might not be their year, but they've they've definitely had uh, kind of a research, or you know they've kind of risen to the top of at least the top half of the NFL, which is a good place for them to be compared to what they've been historically. All right, so we got uh, just Saturday games. We got a whole bunch of uh, Sunday games. We got a Monday game. No buys now. When the buys are done, we got four games left. So now you got every team in the NFL you can pick to bet on. Four days of betting. Here four we go. Four days of betting. Here we go. Gonna have to really control myself here. Not been uh, call the hotline. Yeah, call the hotline. <laughs> Give me the number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Thursday Chargers Raiders. This is in Vegas. Well, I mean, let me just preface with this is this is a deadline just because Herbert's out for the year, had surgery. He did have surgery immediately on his on his, on his middle. His index finger. So as a quarterback in your right hand, I think it's split right down the oh, middle. Uh, Is that going to ironically save Brandon Staley's job? No. He's fired at the end of the year. There's a placeholder. NFL teams have gotten smart where they realize they need somebody to run practice and stuff. So they, <laughs> they just keep the guy and fire him after. have the linebackers coach do it. Well, the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels in the middle of the season. And have missed with having the linebackers coach do it. Yeah, so. he's a different different species. Uh, he certainly is. He get, has a little bit of clout given that he was, you know, an all pro for the New York Giants. Antonio Pierce is sweet. Josh McDaniels will never have another job. Go ahead and guess the line. It's simple. It's in Vegas. The Raiders are three and a half point favorites. Two and a half point favorites. Yeah, 34. Four and a half point over under the yes. Easton Stick era. Let's go uh, FCS football, baby. Man, Chargers got as many guys on any team in the league as I've talked to. I think that's probably means that. I think that's why you're bad. He's probably why you're bad. We had Justin Herbert, Easton Stick, and Austin Eckler all on the show before. And now Easton Stick and Austin Eckler are line up as the D2 superheroes. There we go. Great. Uh, okay, Raiders minus three. Okay. Uh, Saturday games. The 11, 2 o'clock, 6.30, kind of the standard yeah, Thanksgiving right. slate. Hey, give, them, give them to me. Where are we starting? Minnesota at Cincinnati. Bengals are on a heater. Josh, uh, Jake Browning actually looks competent. He's playing well. I'm not a Jake Browning fan. You are. I am not a Jake Browning fan. Oh, you aren't. But you know about him because you, you followed UW when you were living in Washington and your friends. And, and, and he played at Folsom High School for Troy Taylor and yada, yada, yada. I love a good cute story. This is the NFL. Yeah, Get yeah, to the line. This is the NFL. Josh Dobbs' experiment is over. When he didn't practice and had no knowledge on the offense, it was better than when he did. Uh, they're going with Nick Mullins. Are they really? Yeah, they are. Oh, wow. Tell uh, buddy. Yeah, so Bengals are four and a half point favorite. Three and a half. You're right on it. 39 and a half point over under. Uh, my little boy is a Vikings fan by proxy of Coulter, and he also loves the color purple. And he thinks that the nickname, the Pastronaut, is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> he really is a big Josh Dobbs fan. Yeah, well, uh, Justin Jefferson went out again. He's not going to come back. If they lose this game, Justin Jefferson's not going to come back. Definitely. He might not play in this game. Rib injury. So the thing that Zach Taylor is doing with Joe Jake Browning is so smart, though. Just keep it simple, stupid. Check down heaven, baby. Throw the ball to Jamar Chase 12 times. Great. He'll figure out a way to get open and get in the open field. It's, it's, that's what you should do. Jake Browning Take has... some lessons, Steelers. They're throwing back shoulder fades with Mitch Trubisky. Like what, what is actually happening? So dumb. Some people have like little squirt 
like little squirt water pistols. Yeah. Jake Browning has a two-pump water pistol, but it's a water pistol. He, he yeah. flinks it out there. All right, so Pittsburgh Steelers at Indianapolis Colts for what I am probably going to consider a playoff game. They are the sixth and seventh seed in the AFC right now. Both these teams lost me money last week because Kenny Pickett got knocked out. and they. I mean, the Steelers lost me money two, two times in four days because they lost... You, on Sunday and then on Thursday. You know you need the 1-800 number when you're like, Kenny Pickett lost me money. No kidding. Dude, Steelers-Patriots is like, the Steelers scored three touchdowns in the first half after not scoring a single touchdown. You can justify betting the Steelers however you want. I would not lean on well, Kenny, not this. Kenny Pickett. I'm not betting this game. Uh, All right. Without Kenny Pickett with Mitch Trubisky in the fold. Gardner Minshew versus Mitch Trubisky. What an NFL head. 41 and a half point over under. I'm saying the Colts are two and a half point favorites. You're all over it. Two and a half points. A real barn burner. Last game, Saturday night, the Denver Broncos at the Detroit Lions. Donkeys at Lions. Big game for the Lions. Lions have looked bad the last couple weeks. They lost two out of three. They've they've slipped from my top tier. Have they slipped from your top tier? Absolutely. They're actually in tier three. Yeah, I I had them at the bottom of tier two this week, so... I don't know how you can even justify that. They're not playing well. They're not playing well. No, No. they're playing bad on both sides. I am going to say that the... The book loves the Broncos at home. The Broncos are surging right now into the playoffs. If they win this game, they'll be in the playoff picture. They are... The Lions are... Six and a half point favorites at home. Wow, that's high. Five and a half. Yeah. Um, just for, I wanted to get this out here because I didn't say it on the top here. I think we have we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen games, the full slate, as you mentioned, Coulter. And I got 14 of these games on the point. Wow. My guesses were on them, not within a point. They were wow. on. Wow. All right, let's jump down to Tommy DeVito, three and oh, Coulter. Tommy DeVito. New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. Not always, not for the season, but today. Is Tommy DeVito better than Derek Carr? Yes. I agree. Tommy DeVito's better than a lot of people, man. You see him running around the open field on Monday Night Football? 3-0, man. Have you seen his agent? Have you seen his parents? You got to look it up, man. The agent tops it. (laughs) The parents are extras in The Sopranos. The agent is The Sopranos. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest tailgating interview ever was his uncle and they're asking him, why does he live at home still? And he's like, are you kidding me? He's a 23-year-old unmarried Italian-American man. That's what they do. That's what they do. (laughs) Have you heard him talk about his favorite food? No. When he says, I like Alfredo, I like linguine. And he goes, what's your number one favorite? Cutlets. And if you know anything about Italian food, your mom (laughs) cooking you cutlets at home is just too much. (laughs) It's just too good. I love it. National story just from the guy being Italian. Uh, the Saints are a score favorite, six and a half points. Six and a half points, 37 and a half over under. I'm rolling with the Giants on that. I like I might that. too. The, the Saints are maddening. The Saints are terrible. They are. The, the Saints, Giants aren't somehow. Yeah, they got a good coach. They got some little juice. Again, you can't tank at the NFL, man. It just is what it is. That's right. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Cleveland Browns. Chicago. Is also playing way better now. Chicago's that, pretty good. That uh, Justin Fields is back. This is in Cleveland. In Cleveland, Joe Flacco. Did you see the no, Browns? I thought, they brand, I thought they benched him. Oh no, he started last week. Lit it up. No, no, I know, but I thought they put him on the practice squad. No, he's good to go. Brought him back up. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Did you see the tweet after he won? So he's two and zero for the Browns, both in Cleveland. The Browns 
personal account tweeted, all this guy does is win in this stadium. Dude, oh. As a burn, no, as a burn from being a lifelong Raven. Oh, right. So good. It's great. Great self-awareness there. I love uh, it. <laughs> the Browns are three and a half point favorites. Man, you're all over them. Three and a half points. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chicago, like you mentioned, Colt, they're playing better. You know why? Because you can't take in the NFL. <laughs> also, yeah, because Justin Fields is pretty good. Also, the better that they play and the more Justin Fields plays well, the more that they can trade him. So you True. just try to play well. Right. Do you guard to have well, the Panthers they pick? They get the number one pick pretty much because the Panthers are They have the, the Panthers yeah. pick, so you just play well. Just go play well. You don't even have man. to trade Justin Fields either, though. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Like, if he plays well enough that you don't have to trade him, you can draft a non-quarterback at number one. I think they might go trade him. Or, uh, or either way, but, but what a dream scenario for them, though. If you could like win eight games and still have the number one pick, then you have your young team learning how to win, and also yeah, you can get a, get a number one talent. Can't so. tank in the NFL. All right, what else you got? Uh, let's do. Let's just. I'm just going to run. Let's do them quick. Atlanta all right, Falcons. All football all the time presented by Sportsbet Montana. All right. Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. The Falcons got to be. Gosh, the Falcons suck too. The Falcons got to be. Uh... Four point favorites on the road. Yeah, you're close. Three and a half. So yeah. the half points in Montana, you're all over 36 point and a half, 36 and a half point over under. So in a row here on Saturday or Sunday morning, we have 37, 39, and 36 so far. It'll really lighten it up. Yep. Tampa Bay Bucks at the Green Bay Packers. Playoff game for both teams. Both teams have been playing better lately. Packers in Lambeau. Packers lost on Monday night. Pretty bad loss there. I am saying the Packers are five and a half point favorites. Three and a half points. Ooh. Wow, okay. Did you know that right now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the fourth seed in the NFC? I did know that because they're leading the NFC South. What a deal. The New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. New York Giants. No, no. Giants are at the Saints. New York Jets. Jets are at the Dolphins. At the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins have been getting unbelievably inflated lines because the public loves high-scoring teams, even though the Dolphins are still, in my opinion, good but not great. They they were 13.5-point favorites last night and lost. So on Monday Night Football, the Dolphins did. You're correct. Oh, the Jets are at least a score dog. I'm going to say the Jets, I'm saying Miami minus seven and a half. You were all over the high score, 11 and a half. 11 and a half. With a 40 point over under. Kansas, okay. Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Oh, this is, I hate this. Bet the Patriots because the Chiefs, bet the Patriots to cover. Tease it up and bet them to cover because the Chiefs are a wreck. The Chiefs are a wreck. They're so frustrating to watch. They're, they're like borderline bad. They're borderline bad. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, they, they can't even like scheme it up right now. They just don't have it. And now Mahomes having meltdowns, and Kadarius Tony's lining up offsides. Like how many, how many mistakes can Valdez Scantling and T- Tony make? I don't know. Kadarius Tony's not going to be in the league anymore. It, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I guarantee you the book has this so inflated. I'm saying the Chiefs are ten and a half point favorites. You are on it. Nine and a half. Yeah. And, right. uh, so you can buy that up to fifteen and a half for the Patriots. Probably just yeah. leave it at fourteen for a little uh, yeah, whatever. Thirteen and a half. Yeah, that's a fun little teaser. If you wanted to pair that with something, you know, yeah. something else that's inflated, maybe Denver, uh, Denver at ten and a half, and and against the Detroit and the Patriots, get them up to fourteen and a half against Kansas City at home. Uh, Thirty-six and a half point over under for Patrick Mahomes in a Patrick Mahomes game. Thirty-six wow. and a half on the road. Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. Texans at Titans. This, this is, is last, another burner. This is, the last this is 38 and a half here. So last morning game. I just right. want to say the morning on Sunday, the highest over under is 41. So the Texans, CJ Stroud's out. He's got a concussion. So he's in concussion protocol. Which means he's fine. This is the NFL. Come on. Like they yeah, don't care about I that. Think that. I think the line will be reflective of him being out. 
I'm saying the Titans are favored by a field goal at home. A field goal at home, yep. And um, I think that they would be even if he was in until the, they can prove they can win without some of their key offensive players. All right. That was the last of the morning games, right? Yep. We'll just buzz through these afternoon games. So, Colt, the afternoon games are 49, 49, and 49 point over-unders. You did talk about how the afternoons are hitting at a way higher rate on the overs. Almost twice as many. Yep. San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. 49ers at Cardinals. The Niners are... They were like 12 and a half last time they played the Cardinals. That was at home. I'm saying it's the same. I'm saying 13 and a half for the... All over at 13 and a half with a 48 and a half point over under. It's high. It's a lot of points, guys. You could get that up to 20. It's a lot of points. Washington Commanders at the Los Angeles Rams who, Coulter, kind of do like a beep, beep, like an alert sound where like we just... It's like breaking news. The Rams are now in tier two of my uh, power rankings. Jacksonville, if Lawrence is hurt, Detroit's not playing well, the Texans... Quarterbacks hurt and the Broncos. Who knows? I like the Rams better than I like the Vikings, the Browns, the Colts, the Seahawks, the Steelers. Man, we were talking about this. We were coming back from Moscow last week. They're playing well, man. We were we were talking. Me and Blake Hempstead, our they're tough. Our photogs at Skyline. He's a Seahawks guy. I said, man, because he was complaining about the Rams, and I was like. You know, the only thing is, if Matt Stafford's healthy, the Rams are better than both the Vikings and the Seahawks. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Rams are touchdown favorites over the, the uh, Commanders. Yeah, you're on it this week. Doesn't it feel good when you kind of have the vibe? You're doing it a long yep. time, but this yep. week also starts to play because these teams start to be more real as we yep. get going here. Yep. Let's do the Dallas Cowboys at the Buffalo Bills. Probably the game of the week. The Bills are playing really well. If you were to say... this, man, It's in the Buffalo. In Buffalo. Dallas yeah, Cowboys. Bills are, Bills are favored by two and a half or three and a half. Yep, two and a half points. So field goal yep. right there. Um, that was probably the game of the week right there, just as far as uh, the Bills really can't lose. Uh, they need a little help, but they got to kind of win out here, which they absolutely yep. can do. The Bills not making the playoffs. Like watching them uh, play the Chiefs this week, watching them play last week, and then watching them down the stretch here. If they don't make the playoffs and they're like the best team in the NFL by, you know, the hottest team, it'll be quite quite a deal. But hey, that's how this thing works. Yep. Sunday night football, the Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Ravens oh, are the maddening. They're maddening. They're also the best team in the AFC. <laughs> ah, they gross. are. Who's better? I don't know. They're there isn't better. anybody better. They're, They're the better. best team in the AFC. They're better than the Dolphins. They're better than the Bills. They're better than the Chiefs. And who else is there? To be the best team in a, in a conference, you've got to be able to, to not play great and still win. And I think if they don't play great, they're losing to all those teams. True or false? They're better than the Bills. Uh, false. Whew. I say the Ravens are better than the Bills, the Dolphins. False. The false. Jaguars, the yes. Chiefs. Yes. If, I think that they're the top three team for sure. Straight up, you'd, you'd bet on the Dolphins over the Ravens. At home? In Baltimore. No, I would not. Well, the Ravens are going to get home full advantage. They're going to They might not. Seed. They got to win this week. They got to win. Do. Lawrence is... They should have lost this Lawrence last week. Lawrence is hurt, right? No, he played... But he's banged up. He's got, he's got the ankle roll plus the stepped on. It's like it's like the double whammy, but it's mostly a pain thing. It looked terrible. Everyone who doesn't understand how the NFL medical system works, like everyone's like, look at the Jags. Look at this haphazard organization. They can't even get their star quarterback a cart. He called the cart off. Like if you've ever rolled your ankle, sometimes you want to walk. Like you want to like keep it alive. You just get on the cart and it looks like a season ending thing and you bow down like that. Some guys don't want that. So For if sure. you don't know how that works, it's, they, they offered him a cart. <laughs> Ravens are favored in Jacksonville because Lawrence is banged up by... And they're better. Uh, and they're better by a field goal. Yep, three and a half, so a little... And the hook. Yep. I'm not saying... Like, right now, again, home field matters. If you told me that tomorrow the Ravens are playing at the Bills, I think that the Bills win that game. It's just, again, week to week, the NFL... I mean, Josh Allen is currently on a heater. 
Yeah. Heaters last two, three weeks at most. But yeah. right now, I would not want to play them. And apparently, for some reason, Lamar Jackson is incapable of getting on a heater. <laughs> he can't do it. He just like he Clifton McDowell's his way to. He scored 37 fantasy boards last week. <laughs> yeah. They should have lost that game. They definitely should have. Sometimes they can run ball. Sometimes they can't. Sometimes they can, he can throw the ball. Sometimes he can't. Sometimes he throws in the dirt. Sometimes he throws picks. Like, I, I just, nothing that They're I want to mess with. setting him up to kill him this offseason, so. He's already getting the, if Lamar Jackson doesn't win, then he's not an elite quarterback thing. He's got to win the AFC. Heard that on Greeny this morning. Uh, last game. Last game. Monday Night Football, Eagles, Seahawks. The Eagles are favored by five and a half. Three and a half. I thought it was low. Um, I'm rolling with the Eagles. Like, it's a must, absolute must win. And I think Seattle's relative. I mean, of course, they're still somewhat in the playoff picture. I think it's uh, they're relatively dead in the water. I just think the Seahawks have not played well, especially if they have to play Drew Locke again. Gino uh, pulled his groin in practice on Thursday, so did not play last week. The Seahawks are bad. I think that's fair to say, right? Yes, they are. The Seahawks are just like just they're just bad. So we I, thought they were, could be okay because they stole like six wins early, but then they've been. They, I think they've lost five in a row. Right? Uh, yeah, they're just not in a good spot, and Philly has to get back on on track. So I think Philly will, you know, get back to some DNA stuff and and, and try to yeah. kind of roll. Uh, with the Seahawks it. have lost five out of six, including four straight. Uh, All football time presented by Sports Bet Montana. Brooks Nuano is joining us like he does each Thursday. Anything else to add before we get you out of here? Last week, home dogs. Not only were they three and zero covering. They were 3-0 straight up, 40-38 and 38 on the season. This week's home dogs are the Panthers, the Patriots, the Jaguars, and the Seahawks. I see at least one of those teams covering, if not two. Patriots, I see one of, Jags. I see one of those teams also winning. Mm, maybe the Jags. Maybe the Patriots. Whoo. Billy Billy check. Uh, all right. Brooks Nuanis from SkylineSportsMT.com. It's all football all the time. Presented by Sportsbet Montana. Visit Sportsbet Montana's website. Also get the app in your life as well. More on Nuanas now, right after this. There you go, Nuanas X2. Coulter and Brooks Nuanas breaking down the NFL this weekend. Uh, remember, you can join in on the action at the Sportsbet Montana kiosk. Uh, visit their website. They'll have a list of kiosks near you. Switching back into the college game after the break. We'll catch up with the man in the middle for the North Dakota State Bison. The man uh, that everything starts with, in a sense. For NDSU, uh, their starting center, Jalen Sundell, kind enough to join Coulter Nuanez for about 8 to 10 minutes of conversation heading into the Bison's semifinal game against Montana on Saturday. Uh, we'll also have a pair of tickets to that game to give away on the other side of the break. Keep it locked. You're listening to Nuanez Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds, <laughs> okay, yeah, but we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Oh! What is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Maybe we'll play some of uh, Andre 3000's new flute album on Nuanez Now one of these days. Welcome back. You're listening to Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. 
SWX Montana and the ESPN MT app. Andrew Houghton with you on your Thursday. Colter Nuanez out today and tomorrow. He'll be back on Saturday for our college game day tailgate live broadcast from the Albertsons parking lot there just to the north of the walking bridge on the University of Montana campus. Uh, that'll be from noon to 1.30 before the Grizz play NDSU in the FCS semifinals at 2.30. Colter Nuanez will also be back on Monday in his regular time slot here, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN 102.9. And after that, we'll be off for the year. Uh, Well-deserved holiday vacation. Hope you all have holiday plans as well. The advocates would like to remind you that winter weather is here, so navigating the road safely will become a challenge. Whether you're out shopping for holiday treasures or traveling to visit family, watch out for distracted drivers. If you're injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, you deserve an advocate. You can chat with experienced, award-winning attorneys at no cost to you. 24-7 access. Call 406-640-4444 or chat online at montanaadvocates.com. We're about to hear from one of the stars of that North Dakota State Bison offensive line, Jalen Sundell, a guy who's been a multi-year starter at center for the Bison they make him on an assembly line there in Fargo. He's listed at 6'5", 300. He's a senior this year. He's started since uh, the 2020 season at center for the Bison. And, of course, North Dakota State coming to Montana to Washington Grizzly Stadium, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. If you want tickets to that game, call us right now, 406-888-1029. I got a pair of tickets for that game We'll give them to luck or lucky caller number five. Call me right now, 406-888-1029. Here's North Dakota State Center Jalen Sundell. Well, a showdown many years in the making and a rematch of last year's playoffs, certainly, but this time a national championship bid on the line. North Dakota State in Missoula to take on the University of Montana. And we're joined now by All-American candidate, senior offensive tackle Jalen Sundell of the North Dakota State Bison. Jason, uh, Jalen, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. First of all, just tell us about this playoff run. You guys have won three straight here in the playoffs. Uh, no doubt about it against Drake, and then uh, a thriller against Montana State and Bozeman, and then a beatdown last week of South Dakota. Got yourself a little revenge as well. So what's been going well? How have you guys uh, been able to be so good here in these playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think all, all season we've talked about getting better after our, our first round with um, South Dakota and our first conference game. We, we've just talked about how we need to get better, and I think we've done that, and everybody's really uh, taking that to heart and just continuing to, to get better throughout the season. Going into last week, I mean, what was the collective mindset of the team? I know you guys definitely probably wanted to get, get back at the Coyotes a little bit. Uh, I mean, I guess the mindset was just winning, going going one and zero for the week. Um, uh, there wasn't too much talk of of it being revenge week or anything like that. It was just focused on the mission, uh, just winning. So, when it comes to just that, I hear that out of North Dakota State a lot. Just a, you know, one game at a time, focusing on the next opponent, going one and zero. How much is that just entrenched in you guys, and how much do you think that caters to you guys' success? Any focus that's that's going something else other than the objective of the game to win is um, distraction and it's taking away from from your ability to win so I think yeah it's, it's critical for everybody to have the, the mission first um, mindset of, of going one and all every week 
Jalen Sundell here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. He's a senior offensive tackle for North Dakota State. They are in Missoula Saturday afternoon, 2.30 p.m. kick from Washington Grizzly Stadium. What's it been like playing on the road? I know that's something that uh, it's been a while, a while since North Dakota State went on the road. So what, what have you thought of just playing in uh, in different atmospheres? Yeah, I mean, obviously it, it creates some challenges, and it's not what we're used to this time of year, but um, it's it's been fun. It's fun to... Uh, to go on the road with with the guys and um, get away from uh, from Fargo and just you know go on a business trip with uh, with your best friends and uh, going and winning is, is even funner. So yeah, I mean I think there's obviously challenges that, that go into playing on the road, but but it's also uh, really fun too. Take me back to two weeks ago because we, we cover the whole Big Sky Conference here. So I was actually at the game in Bozeman, and what an awesome college football game it was, and, and what a thrilling ending for you guys. So what's going through your mind when the when the PAT gets blocked, and what was it like just winning in that fashion? Uh, um, yeah, I mean we um, I, we were getting ready to 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 go out for another drive, and then you know you kind of forget that the the extra point is going on i mean we're we're gearing up for another you know drive from the 25 and i i see hunter go out on the field and um i, I kind of forgot that we we put that in that block in and we were making jokes uh throughout the week about how hunter was gonna <laughs> win us the game with some sort of block on a we were probably thinking more of like a field goal and we were just joking around and then one of my you know mason miller um the, the left guard we were standing right next to each other and he's like you know what what if he does it what you know just you know kind of kind of being goofy and uh then it happened and i think we jumped around in, in circles and and screamed like a little girl so yeah it was it was fun what a moment for him a fellow senior offensive lineman and i know coach ed said that uh, he's been more of a depth guy maybe he hasn't got a, a lot of turns on the offensive line but to be able to go and make that play I mean, you guys must have just been so happy for him Oh yeah, we we were super excited for him, and um, yeah, it was it was it was a crazy moment um, uh, in NDSU football history um, that that won't be forgotten. So um, I don't I don't know if I'll remember much of the game, but I'll I'll never you know forget seeing his face after the game. So. North Dakota State in Missoula on Saturday. It's uh, Nuanas Now here on ESPN Radio. Jalen Sundell joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. D- just being a part of, of the North Dakota State winning tradition and the North Dakota State offensive line and, and all the things that go into it and just the program prestige that you guys have built up. What's that been like for you? What, what's the experience been like for you and your teammates these last handful of years? Uh, yeah, I mean, coming in as a freshman and looking at who I am now, I mean, this program has, has changed me. It's um, made me into a man and um, there's things that I've learned here that I'll use the rest of my life and a lot of those, you know, a lot of the, the, the things that we learn here aren't just how to win football games but they're they're how to win in life and things that, that you'll take with you you know, for the rest of your life, so well, when it, with the, the news of the week uh, leading up to this game, other than the great matchup with Montana, is that the Coach Hens is taking another opportunity going down to USC. So when you guys heard that, what are you thinking? I mean, I don't know. Does it have any effect on the game? Uh, no, I mean, I don't think it, it has an effect on the game. I, the, I mean, we went through this um, when I was uh, a freshman. And, right. Um, I mean, the, the thing that was said then and now is that this, this place is, 
you know, we're super happy for them, but this place is bigger than, than coaches um, or, or individual players. It's, it's always been about the program. Um, the program will will continue on the tradition, um, and, and and this place will, will keep doing uh, what it's been doing, um, no matter who's who's up front. Uh, who's in the who's in the chairs? So, so the uh, it, it's happened before with Craig Bull going to Wyoming and Chris Kleiman taking over. Chris Kleiman going to Kansas State. Matt Hens taking over. So, uh, should be interesting to see. But uh, like you said, North Dakota State certainly have been through this before. Uh, let's talk about the matchup then with the Grizz uh, from an offensive line standpoint. What do you see? Montana runs uh, sort of a, an interesting six man front. So, uh, what do you think of just uh, the front for the Grizz, and what do you think of that element of this matchup? Yeah, I mean it's a good front. They they do a lot of things. There there's a lot of movement, a lot of pressure, um, which which can make it tough. I think the biggest thing for us is is making sure we're we're watching film and and knowing what we're going to be seeing. And yeah, so the, the, this week will be will be a big week uh, specifically for for film study and making sure what we're we know what we're getting into. They run well to the ball and tackle well in open space too. Is there a way to combat that, or I mean, what do you think of just that uh, part of the challenge? Uh, yeah, I mean, they do a good job, like you said, finishing, and I think uh, we just have to elevate our game to, to finish our blocks um, and, and to keep to keep going until, you know, the guys tackle the whistles blown. So um, just, just finishing for us as well is going to be the, the biggest part. What do you guys think of us coming to Washington Grizzly Stadium, coming to Montana and have another chance to go back to the national championship? You guys must be pretty excited. Yeah, we're, we're super excited. Um, haven't had this, this game away at least since I've been here, so it's definitely going to be different and it'll be challenging, but but we're super excited and the fact that you know, we're playing for a chance to go to, to Frisco makes it that much sweeter. So, well, you guys played Montana last year in the playoffs. Is there any crossover there or is there any uh, lingering stuff that you learned there that you'll take into this week? You know, I, I didn't play in that game last year. I was injured. Oh, right. I mean, okay. The, the film, um, some of it transfers over, yeah. So so we'll we'll look at, at that game as well. Jalen Sundell here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Uh, just last thing for you, then keys for, for you guys if uh, you're to come to Missoula and get a win. Uh, I guess some of the keys are, are just making sure that, um, like I said earlier, knowing we're, uh, know what we're getting into. And, you know, I think taking care of the ball is, is probably the, the number one uh, objective. In, in a game like this for both teams and, and for offensive linemen, that means, you know, running to the ball after after the play's over and making sure we're getting there in case, you know, it happens to squirt out or something. We're there to, to pick it up. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, watching film and this week will be critical and uh, just playing clean football will, will be critical for both teams. Jalen Sundell here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us, man, and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Look forward for, to the game. Yeah, thanks for having me. There you go, Jalen Sundell in the North Dakota State Bison coming to Missoula on Saturday for a Titanic clash. I think it was our guy Kyle Hansen at MTN Sports who said it. It's the team of the 2000s playing the team of the 2010s for a chance to play probably the team of the 2020s in the national championship game. Of course, that's Montana, North Dakota State, and then South Dakota State respectively. Uh, as the Jackrabbits will likely be waiting in Frisco for whichever team wins this game on Saturday. Thanks to everybody who called in for those Grizz football tickets on Saturday. Big congrats to our winner. If you missed out, we've still got uh, Lady Grizz basketball tickets available for you. Text me, 406-888-1029. 
for your chance to win a pair of Lady Grizz basketball tickets either to uh, their December 29th home game against Weber State or their December 31st home game against Idaho State. Just text in and tell me which of those games you want to go to. This Nuana is now 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. We'll take you home here on your Thursday right after this. We'll come back and uh, listen to Riley Corcoran's final word on that NDSU-Montana matchup. Coulter Nuanez and the voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, right after this. You're listening to Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Well, Anderson Pock for you on the rejoin here. I'm Andrew Houghton. You're listening to Nuwana's Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana, in the ESPN MT app. Not a ton of time here to take you out on your Thursday. So let's get to it. Coulter Nuanez and Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, breaking down Montana's game against North Dakota State on Saturday. Here you go, about six minutes of Coulter with the voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz here on the Big State Breakdown. Okay, so one of the biggest factors for North Dakota State for this whole run has been how intimidating they are. They have a a touchdown advantage coming into every game because, oh my gosh, we're playing NDSU. I do think that's mitigated a little bit from having them go on the road. The overlay between analyzing like how the Cats did against NDSU and the Grizz, I, I don't know. Because, first of all, the Cats had seen them so many times, so there was like so much of a familiarity there with them. I mean, the Cats had played them in the playoffs four times. And, you know, it was a sold-out Rock and Bobcat Stadium, which, by the way, figure out how to get this place sold out, man. If you can't sell out for the semis with NDSU, I don't know what else to tell you. Go, get, The tickets are only 35 bucks. Go get some tickets. Grizzticks.com, Adam Center. Come on. I mean, it's time. And I feel, though, I feel this one. And People know it's the last home game. I get it. Saturday's better. Absolutely. Friday night at 7 killed it. And I, I do think, you know, I, I think the point spread had something to do with it. I really do. I think there are Grizz fans out there that said, hey, we're going to come to the first game against Delaware. They should take care of Furman. Yeah. And we're going to save up yeah. for the semifinal. That's right. All that being said, hey, we've been talking about it all week. The Inside the Den podcast has Mark Mariani Annie on it talking about the, the game against App State in 09. This, sure. this has all the makings to be an all-time game. Absolutely have to sell this one out. 
talking about the comparisons, did you think, though. Do you think the intimidation factor exists here? No. I don't either. I do not. I do not think the intimidation factor exists here. I think it might be the other way around. I know that sounds absolutely sure. crazy, and I'm sure people in Fargo will light me up for saying that. But, hey. They're but, listening to oh, this. Oh, they, they are. absolutely are. But you know what? Third straight week on the road coming here inside Washington Grizzly Stadium. I felt that NDSU had a touchdown advantage by intimidation and then another touchdown advantage because they were inside the Fargo Dome for, right. for their entire run since 2010, sure. right? Sure. It's different. Give them credit. They went on the road. They beat Montana State. I do think when you try and compare that, because you were talking about that, with trying to compare, you know, how the Cats played him to the Grizz, and if there if there's a common draw that you can go from there, NDSU and MSU are mirror images of teams. Quarterback run game, how they want to do it. I feel I feel Montana is a little bit different in that regard. There was also so much of a chess match when the Cats and NDSU played because there's so much familiarity. Like both teams did a bunch of stuff they haven't done all year. Because they knew that the other side, they run the same stuff. It's the same thing. It's the same system. Like the Cats have a little bit more diversity, a little more outside zone in their run game, but the the defensive systems are identical. They're they're identical. So uh, I wasn't surprised that there was like some unorth. I mean, the Cats were blitzing a bunch in that game. They don't really do that. NDSU was running a bunch of zero coverage to make Tyler Malott beat them by throwing up the seam. To his credit, he did. But like that was that was a totally new thing that you weren't used to seeing. So. And I do think, too, when, just to close up the intimidation factor side yeah. of things, and I know the final score, people will say one thing, right, with how, how it happened in, in Fargo last year, and NDSU ran away yeah. from it at the end. Two factors come into play. And, and whether anyone else believes what I'm about to say or not is irrelevant. But the guys in the locker room believe, hey, it was 21-20 to 20 in the third quarter. Sure. And our quarterback won out, and it was Daniel Britt in the second yes, half. Right. Okay, so there is belief from the Grizzly side of things that hey, we were right there last year. Should we have won it? I don't think they're going that far and saying we should have won that game. Sure, but more of like we're not intimidated by these guys. We went toe to toe for two and a half quarters. We were within one point at their place in the third quarter. Now they get to come to our place, third straight week on the road. And I mean this wholeheartedly. If NDSU comes in here and wins, they absolutely deserve it. They for they, sure. they deserve it. But from the Grizzly side of things, this is all you could ask for. You get. These guys in your place with a better team here this year for Montana. Yeah, that's crazy too because the just the narrative around both sides of this for NDSU to go win three straight road games, go back to Fargo when everybody was thought the world was ending after you lost a couple during the regular season. What an epic run! And what you know, I mean, you silence all of the possible skeptics because they say, "Oh, the only reason you ever won." I mean. It's a stupid thing to say because the only reason you're playing in Fargo is because you got one of the top two seeds. You totally deserve it. But for anybody that says you can't win anywhere else, well, then you silence all those critics. For Montana, this is like take out the blue blood after the blue blood, right? You got the 90s blue blood in Delaware, and then they got the rematch of the 2001 National Championship, and now you got the elephant. How perfect. How perfect has it been from the three separate opponents? And I've been been using the term all the way along. If you want to slay the dragon, yeah. you get your chance right here. Keys, then? I mean, I think to me, the senior quarterbacks on both sides are going to be keys. Whoever can settle in earliest. Because Cam Miller, you could say you know, his numbers are whatever, but his completion percentage and how good he is on third down is so impressive. And he is cool as a customer. He's the coolest customer around. I think initially here on a Monday, the two things I'm looking at, not third down, I'm looking at first down. First down, both teams need to be successful because if you get behind the chains a little bit and become predictable, watch out. The other defense can tee off a little bit on it and they will expose weaknesses. And also, same deal. 
turnover margin because now North Dakota State with what they did last week, they are the number one turnover team in the country. They've surpassed Furman. Turnovers in a game that's so evenly matched, which is what I see when I look at both of these teams. It's going to be, it's going to come down to the, the intangibles, the factors, the special teams. Who can establish the run first? Do you see either team having a hard time establishing the run against the other? Is NDSU's defense as solid as they've been in years past? Offensively, they look explosive to me. Defensively, can they hold up? Is this going to be a shootout type game? I think initially I would say yeah, maybe more towards a shootout than a slobber knocker. So weather's going to be perfect, which I don't know. You could look at it from both sides. Coach Houck says that slows down Montana, but NDSU, I don't know how they would handle the snow being that indoor dome team too. So I am just so fired up for this. I think we all are, Riley. There you go. Colter Nuanez and Riley Corcoran breaking down the NDSU game on Saturday. Only about 20 seconds left here on Nuanez. Now you're going to want to keep it locked to 102.9 ESPN Radio. Seattle Kraken taking on number one overall pick and NHL phenom Connor Bedard tonight. We'll have that broadcast for you starting at 7.30. Tomorrow, myself and Jeff Safford back here in the chair. We'll have Rajim Seabrook, Carolyn the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, Junior Bergen, NDSU coach Matt Entz, and more. Thanks for listening. This has been Nuanez Now ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanez from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanez Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.